I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Hi, all you geeky dees, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. This is episode 80. And if you have just stumbled upon us and want to keep on listening, there are primarily two ways you can do that. The first being SoundCloud, where the show lives. You can go to soundcloud.com slash geekdownpod and take a listen to all our fantastic episodes. They are fantastic. Or if you don't want to check back for new episodes and want them to magically appear on your device, Mm -hmm. there is a button on the SoundCloud page that... We'll take you to Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Do not call it iTunes, even though the web address that appears in your browser will say iTunes. It's not iTunes. It, it's, I know. It's very confusing. It is Apple Podcast. It is Apple Podcast. Um, and when you do that, you'll hear a little chime in the air when it's time. You know, maybe there'll be some like frost on your window. Weird because <laughs> it's your, the your, summer. Your windows will frost up in the middle of summer. Yeah, you'll feel a little bit of a, a nice breeze. Arctic air come yeah. through your uh, come through your window. And the magical geek down internet elf, Sir Chauncey Frostilicus the Third, MD. <laughs> oh, he's a medical doctor now. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, people's knight, freer of the fair folk. <laughs> 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 we'll deliver. <laughs> We'll deliver the episodes magically to your ear hole. To your ear hole. You don't have to do a thing. Nope. You subscribe via Apple Podcast. They just come. Yep. Um, not mentioned at the top, mm. uh, for especially for all those people who've just stumbled upon us, uh, the hundreds of people who have just stumbled upon us. All of you. So many of you. Listeners from forever now for life um this is the show where two friends sit down in front of microphones and try to figure out where their sweet spots intersect yeah two nerds who are into different things and bring things they like to their friend and see if their friend likes it yeah however it is august watcharama it's august and we don't do that in august no it is too hot it's too hot to think of things yeah to bring each other listen coming up with two things in august ugh. ugh So during August Watcharama, we look at things that are either new or are super, super old and everyone has already watched. (laughs) And we both watch them and both come at it with from different perspectives. Yes. Yeah. Last week was Orphan Black. Orphan Black, which we both greatly enjoyed. We did. Um, And people seem to enjoy that episode. Shouts to my man Quay, who sent me like 15 Facebook messages (laughs) about the Orphan Black, the Orphan Black episode. And how we should keep watching it. And top tier Geek Down fan, sometimes correspondent, sometimes fill-in co-host, Kaim Dar, who started watching Orphan Black just because he wanted to listen to our show. Yeah. and uh, He I, didn't regret either. Either he what? Either, either watching, watching Orphan Black and not listening to the show, not having us spoil it for him. Oh, before. okay, good. Good. I'm glad. I kind of saw, he. I believe he, I saw that somewhere and I wasn't quite sure what he meant by <laughs> either. I was like... Either of the three episodes, I was confused by that count. But now I get it. Yes, he's an artistic type. Sometimes he doesn't make any sense. If you don't get anything we're saying, and you would like some clarification, there are a few ways you can get at us with that. The first being the twitters at GeekdownPod. She understands Twitter now. I do. Look at that. She didn't mostly have to, have to look at a page. Though I still get frustrated by there's no button to put things in chronological order. It'll just, like, feed it to me as, like, I guess what's popular or... Yeah, it doesn't do straight chronological anymore. It will give you... I think what you're encountering is sometimes it will give you the things you missed. Yeah. It bumps that up from the people you interact with the most. I don't like it. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to be able to... There might be a way to turn that off. And I, I want to be able to just, like, see chronologically, like, what's going on in the world. Instagram's the same way. Instagram now does, like... It doesn't give you chronolo- straight chronological. It gives you... It gives you just whatever. Can't they just like split it and I have like one button that'll give me like popular things with the people I interact and then another will give me chronological. I like compartmentalizing things. I really do. It's one of the things I like about my job. Are you a big proponent in the magical art of tidying up? I don't know what, just like in general? Is that a thing? Oh, you have not. You have not worked for a major Canadian retailer for a while. No. The Magical Art, I'm hoping I'm getting the title right, The Magical Art of Tidying Up was basically a self-help book written by a Japanese author named uh, Mari Kondo. 
Okay. And it's all about just how your life will improve if you just learn Tiny. to clean your clean up after yourself, you fucking slob. I can say uh, that I, when it comes down to uh, de- like compartmentalizing stuff, mm-hmm. um, my work life and my home life are very different. My desk is never dirty mm-hmm. at work. When I leave for the day, it is. I have I have little sticky notes from people saying, "Wow, this desk is really clean." People coming to sit at my computer for whatever reason, going, "Everything's in a spot. This is really weird." I was flipping through the <laughs> manga adaptation of Mari Kondo's book because, of course, and I did glean that uh, tip from her that like everything should have a home. Everything should, everything have, should a spot. have a place to belong. Um, home. My home is mm-hmm. not like that. Uh, it is a disaster. It is basically a 15-year-old Caitlin's room, but in a house but form. Writ large. Um, I'm hoping in the next couple of years, you know, I'm now in my 30s. <laughs> I'm hoping that I can make that a little bit more like work. Um, Marie Kondo also big on like only keeping things. She's a big proponent of culling and getting rid of things. Yes. Like only keep things that, as she says, spark joy. And you're moving right now. Are you using this as an opportunity to keep things call things i am to decide the things that spark joy in your life we keep on calling it um like uh like a horror movie like the culling <laughs> we keep on talking about the, the culling, culling. The, cull- um, the, 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 the spin-off needs to come to the poly pocket but yeah um another topic it, let's not talk about your records because i think we need to make some more space for your records we do leah the brazilian was here a couple hours ago before we started recording and we devoted a lot of time to like how we could fit more records into this place yeah that's your most important thing right now it's my top priority (laughs) yeah um talking about compartmentalizing so that's twitter Mm. uh now let's move on to 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 (laughs) gmail unless you forgot her segue game sexy as fuck af you want to email us and compliment that segue game (laughs) you can do it Via our email, which is G, which is but not Gmail. It's on Gmail. It's geekdownpod at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, you can send us fan letters if you want. You can send us fan art. Send us more fan letters. Yeah. Just even if it's really short. Don't you, be scared of writing letters. You do not understand how much they brighten our day. They're amazing. Um, and then finally, the place that you can probably talk to us the most. If you can tear Caitlin away from her Angela Lansbury fan groups so good um you can uh come to facebook and go to www.facebook.com forward slash down pod and we have episode updates that's where we let a lot of our fans know that there are new episodes if they're yep. not already connected or subscribed there's a thing you need to know about if there's a delay in the production yep there's some sort of issue that's where we'll let you know yeah um and you can connect with other geek down fans if you want yes you can you can make that a big like you can, maybe we can get some pen pals out of this <laughs> like connecting people you know <laughs> the geek down friendship circle hey we have we have we know there are people in australia who listen and there, there are, are people in south america who listen we got people some in people japan in spain so you know we can connect the world but we Jordan. don't know who you are yeah. We know who, like, one of you is. We would like Hi, to Kira. know. We'd like to know who more of you are. Yeah. Even if you just, like, send us an email, like, this is my name <laughs> and occupation. This is what I like at the show. Blood type, you know. Just yeah. Uh, Leave me alone now. Yeah. Stop asking for my identity. <laughs> we would like that. And then, you know, block us forever. That's yeah, fine. That's totally that's cool. Fine. We're totally fine with that. Um, hey, y'all. Hey, I'm barely here right now. Are you? Because I'm coming off five midnights in a row. I Well... Uh, you've got and i have not slept because your mans yeah came back you know lee the brazilian will hit me up on facebook just with like a link yeah and it'll say that radio station jazz fm 91 mm-hmm. as part of their, their their public radio station they rely on donations yep that they were uh having a record sale cool to raise funds cool it was real close. It was in walking distance. It was over in Liberty Village. Yep. It was free to get in. Always good. Always good. I don't I don't need anything. I don't want anything. I'm good right now. The things I do want are not really going to be found there. Yeah. The only things I want are things that are given to me by Hisa. Yeah. Well, we know this. It's really all I want right now. But I gotta know. Well, you... You know, it could be the big I one. I gotta know. The big one could be sitting there in a could $5 there. bin. Could be there. Like, weirdest example, I was just scrolling through. There's a um, there's a store in a house 
back in my hometown, like okay. the proper hometown, or right. like the town between my hometown and Windsor. I always say I'm from Windsor. I'm actually from a town called Amherstburg. Between the two, there is a town called LaSalle. Yeah. And in LaSalle, there's like a house. There's a shop called Vintage and Vinyl, which was like, at the time, alarming. Like, we walked in, like the whole house was freaking records. Like, the, my homie and I were like, stu- I, he may have seen it before, but I was stunned. Like, totally taken aback. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but... Mm. You got to be careful or your house is going to end up like that. You know, that yeah. store inside your apartment. I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he died doing what he loved, being crushed by records. <laughs> um, I followed him on Facebook and they were like advertising that they were having some like, you know, I think it was like a 45 sale or like a sale on seven inches type of thing. Right. And somewhere in there was something Japanese, <gasps> like in the photo. Yeah. And I like immediately text my homie. To be like, yo, can you go see if he actually has this? Like, it's $2. Like, whatever it is, I'll yeah. take it. Whatever it is. Um, I had no idea. Couldn't read it. Couldn't even, like, really, like, make out the characters. But I will tell you. I ultimately said no because, A, it looked like dude had written on the sleeve. Oh. Like, all oh, 45s, $2. Like, right. And because, to update something that was mentioned a while back, uh, I'm officially, like, functionally illiterate adjacent. With Japanese? Yes. Thank you, Duolingo. Yes. I was able to recognize enough of the characters that I could then go on Google Translate (gasps) and write them in Yeah. to, like, get enough of a sense of, like, what it said in Japanese and who the artist was. Right. It was real kitschy and real 80s and almost, like, country. Right. So I texted my homie back and said, I don't need that. But if I'd been there at the time, I probably just would have bought it on principle because I'm in the middle of rural Ontario and there's a Japanese 45, so of course I'm going to buy (laughs) it. But that's why you always go to the sale for that reason. You never because know where you you're going to find some weird shit. Um, and ultimately, I saw some stuff and had some stuff in my hand, but I didn't really know how much everything was. And then I heard somebody go, everything is $5. And I look at the two records in my hand and I'm like, that's $10. That's 10 bucks. That's a quarter to a sixth, possibly a tenth, depending how things are going, of a Cosmos Heat Rock, you know, come up. Yeah. That I would want and cherish way more than the, you know, listen, uh, Soul to Souls album. Who wouldn't want a copy of Back to Life on vinyl? Yeah. Like to bump that in the house? Eh. Eh. Am I going to take that over, you know, Monaco Yoshida? No, I'm not going to. This is kind of why I always want to stop at every single garage sale I've ever seen. We never do. We need to go. You need to come with me back home and you and Kath can tear up the gr- the yard sale circuit in I, Amherstburg and surrounding area. I just, I would love that. I just want to go to all, like, every time I go to a garage sale, there are some things that I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And some things that you go to and you're like, no, this is literally just everyone's garbage. You know, my dad's, like, best come up on the yard sale circuit? Yeah. Waffle iron. Inbox, never used. Ooh. Every time I go home, he still talks about it. He makes it. waffles, <laughs> and he points out that it's that it's he got it at a yard sale, and it was still in box. They get tons of shit in box sets, like yeah. never been like newlyweds and shit who have a bunch of like appliances that they. Yeah, do. you only need one waffle iron. He got an appliance for like everything. He got he got a rice cooker. Why does he need a rice cooker? Maybe why can't you just cook rice in a pot? Because it's not as good. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows. Everyone that. knows that. Listeners, did you know that? Let me know. They did. I can tell you right now. And the other problem with going to this show is just fucking white people. White like, people are the worst. God damn it. Like, standing in line with Leah, talking about the amazing week I had at work this week. <laughs> Whew! It's good times. And, like, it was in the lobby of the radio station. They just had some shit set up. Yeah. And I'm looking, you can just see these white dudes and just stacks. Stacks and stacks and stacks of records. Like, they are cleaning it out. It's awful. It's like, well, shit, there's going to be nothing there by the time we get in there. And, and the double part of that. Yeah. One guy came out with like, you know, two like, you know, reusable grocery bags filled with records. Yeah. Saw somebody he knew. They're chit-chatting. He's lamenting that by the time he got in, he saw people clearing out, you know, the coal train and the the rush on Roland, Roland Kirk and yeah. and all, all the good stuff. You know, the Miles, I'm sure there was Miles Davis and shit like that. He's like, so I mean, you know, I got some stuff that I might not even keep, but I can turn it around quick. Oh, so you just bought the shit to flip, which Jerk. I guess, you know, can can knock the hustle. That's the game. But at the same time, buddy, fuck you. Also. Yeah. Hot girls buy trashy records. It's a fact. This is gorgeous woman just loaded up with like Lionel Richie and like Anne Murray records and shit. And like James Taylor. Ooh, and Anne like, Murray. 
I'm like, mm. I know she's a Canadian treasure, but eh. I'm like, boo, you gotta. At least it, there wasn't any Rita McNeil. I mean, that would have been a red flag. <laughs> the walrus lady of Halifax. Um, <laughs> you can laugh. You're trying not to. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Google Rita McNeil, unfamiliar people. She's a national treasure. She is. Beautiful voice. Voice. <sighs> she was a, a little bit large. Honey. Nobody should be making fun of her. It was, listen, I'm not fat shaming anybody. That was not the only... Was not the only strike against Rita. Your voice will live on, Rita. Um, and listen, I hate the visual element. Music, music videos killed the career of Christopher Cross. I don't know who Christopher Cross is. Sailing, take me away. It's like, a, the, the, like one of the gods of Yacht Rock. Oh, okay. Run Like the Wind, featuring Michael McDonald. Uh, Girl, maybe? you were getting educated during the break. Okay, but, Jesus. I may have heard it. Uh, your rendition um, is not I, I have, my... I have Christopher Cross's first record sitting on there. Mind. I got it for $2. Uh, it has a flamingo on the front. Okay. Both of his records have flamingos on the front. <laughs> he's really big into flamingos. Um, but he's, you know, an odd-looking fellow who got odder as he got older. Right. And music videos hit, and suddenly the listening public was like, ooh, I don't know about that. And he didn't really have a career after that. I think he just kind of, like, does the wine the wine tour circuit. The Catalina Wine Mixer and uh, songwrites occasionally. I'm sure he's doing fine, but, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the world we live in. <sighs> sad what the fuck were we talking about friends clearly you can tell there was no news this week there really wasn't so we're just chit-chatting like, for a while like we looked like we're so we're just hanging oh maybe right. a short episode hot girls uh listen to bad records um yeah uh, ladies aim higher maybe or, she maybe she was know, buying it for somebody else or you know t- i mean you know listen she she did find the sweet spot in one of the bins yeah we just kind of ended up like running the circuit at the same because we both kind of entered at the same time we we're kind of running the circuit together, and she ended up across from me. And I started pull out like some Stevie and some, and some Earth, Wind, and Fire and stuff. And I'm like, "Well, goddamn, what's that box?" And I get over there, and there's like also a copy of Songs in the Key of Life. And she grabbed like some like '80s Stevie, like yeah. after the peak. And part of me legit wanted to ask, like, "Do you already have this record?" Because I can't understand why you would leave it if you didn't know. Like I was full Jack Black, high fidelity, like. <laughs> Make me understand why you are taking the song that has skeletons on it, and skeletons is dope, I'm not going to lie, over the song that, the album that has Sir Duke and I Wish and Loves the Need of Love Today and, like... Maybe she collects album covers. You don't know. Hopefully, she already has it. Because, yeah. I mean, if you're buying Stevie, that's the first Stevie album you get. Anyway, the record sale was a bust. <laughs> Lame. Fucking white people. Uh, how was your week? It's good. Um, good. I have realized that in a small way, um, the geek town has done this weird like Venn diagram with my life. Oh. So I forget. Is this a good or <laughs> that you say shit and people hear it? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I mean, I forget that my two of my very good friends, uh, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Because he'll be listening at some point. And Jacqueline. Hi, Jacqueline. Um, they listen to the show. They're huge fans, which is amazing. Thank you, guys. And I forget that I talk about stuff about my life on here, and they listen, and then I try and talk to them, and they go, <laughs> they yeah. Know, they know your stories already? I know, Caitlin. I listen to the show, remember? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Or I'll say something about the show, and they'll go, yeah, I listened to that episode on Tuesday when it came out. And I go, oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, so I'm going to try and do better. <laughs> And remember that people listen to the show. And <laughs> I, like, I hope that doesn't mean you're going to withhold your life from the listening audience. No, I, I actually, I, I somewhat withhold things. You like do. I, I don't talk about work. I think I feel like that's a little weird. I might say that it's busy, which it is. I, I really like my job, uh, but yeah, work talk is boring. You know, you yeah. get no work yeah. talk. No, really. I don't think really anyone really cares. No. Um, uh, I am moving. I think I don't know if I mentioned that on the show or not. No, I believe me bringing it up. 10 minutes ago was the first time it's been oh. mentioned. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, I am moving. So, that's exciting. Um, still in Hamilton. Still in Hamilton. Not moving out of Hamilton. Uh, I joke a lot that um, 
uh, that one of my fears when I first moved to Hamilton that I would get left there somehow. <laughs> like I would just be like alone in Hamilton for some reason. And but now it's it's I'm I'm dragging other people to Hamilton. You, you've come to terms. Listen, on the cover of Toronto Life, like a month ago. I know. The the hot the Hamilton hot Hamilton's the hot spot in Toronto. Yeah, it's and it's so close. Really, and listen. Come visit me. We 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 said earlier, Kate's moving to a place that's got central air. Yeah, I am. The uh, the dynamic of this show's production might end up flipping in the future. Who knows? Where your man's decides that. Whew, I, d- I do love having her come here. But, ooh, Central Air. Central Air. We don't have to see as much of each other's. Or rather, Caitlin doesn't need to see as much of my body as she would, <laughs> she would maybe like. Nobody needs to see Jordan in a sleeveless undershirt for two hours at a time. <laughs> It's just really hot in here. It's so hot in here. Today's today's okay. Listen, thank you, climate change, because this summer has been a blessing in I know. Toronto. I know. All you suckers out there come like, it's nice. It doesn't feel like summer. I wish it felt like summer. It hasn't been warm all summer. Shut the fuck up. You want it to feel like summer, you can still you can come up here and still have it feel like summer in like twenty three degree weather. I was about to say in like November. So Um Ooh, uh, yeah. I have we should talk about this. So, I've turned a corner in my life recently. A corner? Yeah. What kind of corner? Not like meaning, you know, it's time to have children and settle oh, down no, type of no. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad, no grandkids for you. <laughs> a few months ago, I had, uh, you know, in my, my more regular smoking days, yeah. I would go out and I would sit on that stoop outside the, uh, in between the buildings here, between the house that I live in and the building next door. And uh, a stray wandered through. Yeah. A gray-haired stray. And as strays sometimes do, kind of headbutt me a little bit. And I said, oh, what's up, buddy? How's it going? But he stayed and hung out for a very long time and had the sweetest disposition of any cat I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> and I greatly enjoyed petting him yeah. and, and having him headboot me and... It took everything I had to tear myself away and come inside because I can't have a cat in here. Um, and then I didn't see him for a while. Oh. And some of the strays, you know, they're, 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 there's a surly one who right. runs around the building next door. And every spring, if I see him, I'm like, cool, solid, buddy. Right. Like, happy you made it through another one. Winter, who knows? Who yeah. knows how it's going? I don't know how cats live their lives. And so I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen the gray cat for a while, uh, who will henceforth be referred to as Sweet Boy. Sweet That's what Boy. I call him. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, sitting, sipping a coffee. Um, I may have been outside just cooling off and making notes for the show one day. And here here comes Sweet Boy. Like, oh, Sweet Boy's coming. Comes, gives me the boobs, hang out. But he's so skinny. That's sad. I could, like, feel his ribs and his legs were so skinny. And I got so upset. And I, like, immediately, like, ran upstairs. I had like I hadn't done groceries. I had like no food. Like I maybe had a can of tuna. I'm like cats eat tuna. Yeah. And I like run upstairs and I'm like going downstairs with a can opener and a can of tuna, like ready to just crack this open, like in the middle of the parking lot for the cat who was then gone. Right. He wandered off when I left. And although I, I did learn later that apparently tuna's not great, it has a lot of sodium. You know, it's not great for cats to eat a lot. But of tuna. in an emergency. In an emergency. Um. And I just started getting very concerned about sweet boy. Sweet boy. And how skinny he was. Aww. And I, um, the other week I went to grab some cleaning supplies, you know, just some paper towels and some sponges and shit to clean up yeah. around the house. The cat food aisle was down the same aisle. Mm-hmm. Cat food's like 50 cents. Yeah. It's like, I'll buy a can on the off chance. And then I came back from the grocery store and he was out there when I got back while I had the food and I fed a stray cat. I think this means I 80% have a cat now. Heart of gold. Surly outside, heart oh, of gold he on the shits inside. everywhere, though. He's so fucking hairy. I'm going to have a brush next. <laughs> Carry a brush him. Has he Has cat. he come visit you every day? Uh, not every day. It's funny. Uh, my friend Steph was visiting, and Steph smokes. And we were sitting on the stoop, and Steph was having a smoke, and Sweet Boy came through. <gasps> I was like, what's up, Sweet Boy? And he came through, and he gave me a head boop, and yep. Steph was like, oh, he's cute. And Sweet Boy looked at Steph like, mm. <laughs> Did not want anything not about to do it. with her. Give, gave her a very perfunctory head tilt and got the pet. And right. then, like, I held my hand out, and he kind of, like, skipped over and, like, yeah. You, you know what's up, Sweet Boy. 
But so again, I have like half a fucking can of cat food just sitting in Tupperware in my fridge now. Like, I keep waiting to see them. I can't carry that around all the time. Come and eat your goddamn food, sweet boy. <laughs> you, you listen to the show. Don't do that. Don't do what? Eat the eat the cat food. I'm not eating the cat food. No. no. Well, I do wonder. If there are any impoverished listeners out there who've eaten cat food before, like that lady on Good Times? You need to to let me know because cat food is mad cheap. Yeah, no, don't don't do that, Jordan. <laughs> I'm not going to eat cat food. Things have not. Things are ne- have never been that bad. Good. Good, good to hear. You have to leave it for Sweet Boy, anyways. Rice every day—that's definitely a thing that's happened. That was, yeah. that, was that was last year, I think. But uh, yeah, there was definitely like rice and noodles every day, kind of thing. Yeah. Noodles and butter—that that happened for a while. How big on Community always talks about that. I don't know what the butter noodle thing is. I, I, it's really good. Okay. Um, I will say this: continuing food talk, man. You know things were a little tight last week, and there was a great sale at the No Frills. Yeah, and, one th- and I was out of butter. Yeah. And we know I said I was never going back to margarine after it, like, turned into, like, transparent glue <laughs> the one time I left it out on the counter during a during You just have to put it back summer. in the fridge. So, uh, I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. We're on the tub for a dollar. Ooh. Like, fuck. Well, I got it, right? Yeah. Like, I'm out of butter. This will be fine. Yeah. It's a dollar. I'll make do. It is not fine. It's not fine? I can believe it's not butter. <laughs> I very much can believe it's not butter. See, I have my... It tastes like shula. It makes, it makes toast taste like shula. <laughs> I have my vegan margarine. It's mm. the only way I can eat. Um, that is good stuff. That must just tear your toast the fuck up when you... <laughs> what are you talking about? Doesn't that shit like harden to like No, diamond... it's soft. Really? In the fridge? Yeah. Your fridge just must be like basically a freezer at no, this point. No, I mean like... It's like that margarine you get at the restaurant that hasn't taken it into account that the butter should, like, soften a bit, right? No. I'm imagining you're vegan based in whatever oil alchemy. No, it just, it's it's always soft. It's perfect. It's not like butter in which, like, butter you put in the fridge because if you leave it out, it gets all, like, soft and, like, bad. Like, butter goes bad. So if you put your butter in the fridge, then that shit tears up your toast and your bread uh, or you have to, like, microwave it. And who wants to spend time doing that? Margarine, you just pop the lid, spread it, you're good. Oh, it tastes like garbage, though. Never again. I don't even care if you it's You are a, like, some kind of weird dairy snob. I'm, I'm, a but- I'm a butter snob now. You're a butter snob. Look at what butter has done to you. <laughs> See, I tell everyone dairy's bad for them. They don't believe me. It's me just sucking back bags of milk and <laughs> slathering everything in butter at any opportunity. I find that the thing I miss most day to day is cereal. Because I can tell you right now, vegan, whatever kind of milk you use, whether it's, it's soy, not the, not the it's, it just does not taste the same. And I really just want to have a bowl of Fruit Loops with some butter. Oh I mean, butter. <laughs> some butter. I want to slather butter on a bowl of Fruit Loops. <laughs> some milk. And I can't because it will make me so sick. But... Yeah, I miss that probably the most. Oh, cereal milk. Fucking Momofuku made a whole made a whole Thing. industry out of that. Yeah. Which I never had it. Is it still around? Uh, no, it, well, how would I know? I can't <laughs> go there. She can't go. And all what? you stupid hipster ice cream places I can't go to either. Y- listen, do you really want to stand in, li- stand in line for 45 minutes for the goddamn black ice cream over there? The charcoal ice no, cream? No, but I want someone to make like a vegan ice cream place that i can eat everything i just don't need the fruit flavors actually <laughs> you can't have fruit either well no if it's da- like they only make vegan fruit ice cream oh. except in niagara on the lake there is a place that has the best dairy-free chocolate uh what's what's that italian ice cream again gelato gelato I've ever had in my entire life. In it your is entire life. absolutely, phenomenally, amazingly delicious. And I can't wait to go back to get more. Well, all right. So good. I think, uh, yeah, we will recall the Ferrito betrayal of the last couple of weeks. Yes. I think Ferritos have been taken off the table on my next social outing with the Anime North Companion. We may get uh, just regular pho, but oxtail. Oh. Oxtail pho. I really Sorry, want, vegans. I really want some, some noodles. I mean, when I, I've been watching all these... Japanese cooking and like Chinese cooking shows and they're doing noodle stuff Just and all the ramen. Oh, and speaking of ramen, this yeah. is this is something we're talking about uh for the listeners and just in general information. So, if you and I are, you know, nerds of a different stripe, yeah. and you know, very dissimilar tastes, 
the person I have geeked down with the longest in my life mm-hmm. is uh, Mr. Malosh. Yes. Mr. Malosh coming to town this week. That's exciting for you. Uh, and we'll probably go for, we're talking about places we could go to eat while he's here. And uh, he's never been to a fancy ramen place. Ooh. Fancy ramen is delightful. Um, so we may do that. But yeah, Mr. Malosh. Mr. Malosh coming to town. I uh, don't know what we're going to do. Maybe a graffiti tour. <gasps> Of graf- a tour of Graffiti Alley here in Toronto, um, and a decent meal. He's only coming up for the day just to see me. That's nice, basically, because um, it was his birthday uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, we may record something. That's exciting. Just a little for our listeners and little, for you. A little some little bonus. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Maybe just uh, our our history of nerdery together, because we've always. The dynamic of me and Mr. Malash is as follows. I think, like, I get into things first. Right. I put him on to certain things. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Malash just takes it to 11. Always 11? Like, always 11. It's one better than 10. Yes. It goes to 11. Um, like, maybe I got into comics first because my mom worked at a bookstore when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when it was all said and done, I ended up with, you know six long boxes in my parents' basement. Right. I believe Mr. Malosh has 18 long boxes. Wow. Mr. Malosh decided at one point that he just really wanted every issue of Uncanny X-Men from 200 on. I think he's got them all. <laughs> um, the little vinyl rabbits, the designer toys. Yeah. I think I got into those first. I think I was the one who bought it randomly at the Silver Snail way back when. Mr. Malosh, we might be in a dead heat on that one. Right. But Mr. Malosh definitely was still in it when I was getting out right and now it's it's records we've it's but listen it's good to have somebody to geek down about this absolutely stuff with. so yeah i don't know what we're gonna what we'll chit chat about but uh we'll, we'll see we'll maybe get something up for for the listeners a little further insight into the secret origin of your mans so that should be fun and uh yeah i mean like regarding news i guess the only thing really worth mentioning uh that i saw was uh is hip-hop's birthday yeah happy birthday hip-hop happy birthday hip-hop listeners you're like how can music have a birthday how do you know exactly when music was invented that seems suspect (laughs) it's not not this time but on august 11th 1973 legendary dj cool herc yep dj a back to school jam being thrown by his sister Cindy mm-hmm. at fifteen twenty Sedgwick Avenue in the So Bronx. we even have a place. Yes. Fifteen twenty or fifteen thirty. Um to my credit's totally shot if I if I fuck that up. But <laughs> uh Sedgwick Avenue in the Bronx. I don't even know if it was a if it was like a rec room in an apartment building or like a rec center type of thing. That's what it looked like in the get down. <laughs> a rec center. Um but this is where Cool Herc debuted his technique that has come up on the show before, which is where he used two turntables to uh, repeatedly play the same break. Yes. Um, I believe initially he may have just been using different songs, but queuing up the break or the get down so he could just you know, jump to that part. Yeah. And just play these instrumental eight bars of instrumental in the bridge uh, repeatedly through different songs, which then evolved into him taking two copies of the same record so he could switch back and forth between turntables and just extend that break for as long as he needed and really make the kids go crazy. The kids who were dancing to the breaks, i.e. break Break dancers, as well a uh, fellow on the mic dropping primitive for the, you know, for what we know now, consider hip hop rhymes to get the crowd involved and big up the DJ and himself. Also known as the master of ceremonies. Also known as the MC. MC. So 1520 Sedgwick on August 11th, 1973 is where you had the first sort of grouping of emceeing, DJing, and breakdancing all in the same place. Yep. So it is considered to be the birthday of hip hop. It's 44 years old. And seems a lot older than that. On the small scale, like, you know, being a dude and being a kid, being like 11 in your rural Canadian town, hearing this shit coming across Detroit radio. Asking your dad if you can have $15 for a Fat Boys tape. Yeah. And going into the store and having your dad go up to the clerk like, do you have any rap music? I don't even know what it is. It's called rap. I don't even know what that is. Like, do you you even have any of that? And yes, they did have a small section, even in Windsor back then, um, to what it is now where it is just, it is the culture. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. You can't make the argument that it's like the 
one of, especially in like the last 60 years, like the most important American art form. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Ever created. But anyway, happy birthday, hip hop. You changed my life uh, and lives of many other people. Um, I first really realized, I totally forgot the day was coming, but uh, in the, in their grand tradition, the Google doodle yep. for the day was, uh, if you haven't found it, look it up. You can access all the Google doodles, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They have an archive they have, like an archive. Um, Go find the one where, like, Google's done in graph style um, and play a video. You'll get a brief introduction outlining everything I just told you, hosted by Fab Five Freddy. Yep. Um, as featured in Blondie's The Rapture. Oh, The Rapture. What's the line? Fab Five Freddy's something. Oh, God. Cred. Cred just flying out of me. I've been up for, like, 17 hours, yeah. <laughs> um, and what's more, it gives you, like, a little flash-based... Uh, pair of turntables yeah where you can dj your own little breaks and they actually have like actual breaks like there's, there's a little record crate you can flip through and, and those are actual like classic breaks and i know for a fact i am terrible at djing <laughs> <laughs> i was like i can't make this sound good why can't i do it <laughs> it even cues up automatically you i know cues up on the one and caitlin was still like meh uh, um, you, got, you had your billy squire big beat you had the skull snaps in there you had ashley's roach clip all, all the classics all the classics of that era. Um, and yeah, Fab Five, Fab Five Freddy like, hosts this. And I think I read that Say Adams, who is a, uh, he was a graphic designer at Def Jam and worked on Ego Trip magazine and things like that. He was, uh, did a lot of the art direction for the little featurette that they did. And it was just a really cool effort on Google's part. So shouts to them. And yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, hip hop. Happy birthday, hip hop. Well, that's a smooth 35-ish minutes. Yeah. I think you're full of chit-chat by now, guys. I think you got the chit-chat. I'm like, listen, nothing's been happening. So with that, I guess we will take a break. And when we get back, August Watcharama will continue. Caitlin and I are going to get our anime on. I like to get an anime in there every year for August Watcharama. Yeah. We'll talk about some Made in Abyss. Good times. Right after this break. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the show. This is the portion of the show where Caitlin and I would typically bring each other things to check out and talk about whether or not we like them. But nay. No. Not, not August. Not this time. <laughs> Doing it differently. Can't see my arms going, but they're going. She's like, stop. stop. Not happening. No. Cease and desist. Touchdown. <laughs> Spike. Sports. Thumbs up. Pork skin classic. We got off the rail there real quickly. It's, listen, 17 hours I've been up up since nine oh, come on, you're fine. 905 last night you're fine because in august watcharama we watch one thing one thing because it's hot it's hot we're lazy you're tired. barely listening i see the numbers i know the numbers go down during the summer y'all are out living your lives and yeah. i don't bl- i don't blame you but don't you know what at all. we need to li- we need to live our lives too yeah so to that end we watch the same thing but the rules still apply they do which is the rule of three which is we will only watch, or we have to at least watch, three episodes of the thing we've been given. Give the thing a chance to be the thing it's going to be. Um, so that's, you know, if it's a show, it's three episodes. If it's a um, like a comic book series, it's three issues. If it's a book, it's like at least three chapters. And then yeah. we, we, we edge it around. If it's a video game, we've done three hours around I yeah think. i think that's right um so yeah so give it a chance to be the thing it's going to become um rule two the rule two the second rule is hashtag save it for the pod save it for the pod do not talk about the thing until you're sitting in front of these microphones so even though we might really want to talk to each other about the thing or be like why the hell did you give me this or um this is awesome i'm glad you gave me this or just have questions about the thing we gave each other we can't can't no no idea what each other thought of this thing no idea but we're going to find out shortly. And as we find that out, brings us to the third rule, which is not a rule as much as a policy. There will be spoilers. Pro spoiler podcast. Super spoilery. Um, and this is new-ish. Very new. Very new. Um, and if you are interested, you can. I'm just letting everybody know at the top. You can watch it um, on if you have Amazon Prime. 
Amazon Prime, if you're in America, you're screwed because it's probably that thing where you have to pay for Amazon Strike on top of your Amazon Prime. It is. But if you're in Canada... We actually got a thing for once. Yeah. It's amazing. We don't have Anime Strike. We just get the anime as part of Amazon Prime. Yeah. And uh, because I actually purchased Amazon Prime, (laughs) um, I watched it on there. You get to Um, watch these things. Yeah. So if you were like, oh, no, I haven't watched it... um, if you if you've got Amazon Prime, go watch it right now, so you can be part of the conversation. Yeah, which we're going to get into right now. Right now about Made in Abyss. So took the heat off Caitlin. I'm going to set up the show. Nice. Right now. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Made in Abyss is a new anime from the summer season. Uh, we like to get fit an anime into August Watcherama. Didn't really know what to go with. No. I had a few options. Summer season, nothing really seemed to be tearing away as a clear winner. No. Um, and this is not a show I saw getting talked about much. I saw it getting talked about a little bit. Mm-hmm. I knew it was maybe appearing at the top rank of some Japanese surveys. Yep. As being fairly popular. Um, so I thought, well, maybe this is the one. Knew nothing about it before I gave it to Kate. Zero knowledge for both of us going in. That said, Made in Abyss uh, is a 2017 anime. I believe it started airing sometime in June. I guess six weeks ago. They only had six episodes. Yeah. So July. Oh, no. There's only six episodes? Thus far. Oh, okay. Don't tilt your hand yet, homie. I just, I just, <laughs> I just, I wanted to know. It is a summer, a debuted in the summer anime. It's going to run 13 episodes. Okay. All right. It's based on a manga by Akihito Tsukushi, which has been ongoing since October 2012. And yeah, it's going to run 13 episodes. And basically what you are dealing with, it is a fantasy, I guess. Yeah. The broadest uh, about a bunch of kids, but primarily uh, Rico, who's a young girl. I believe she's 10, 11, 12, 12. Look at, look at Kate. I'm paying attention. <laughs> uh, she lives in a town called Orth, which is on the edge of a massive crater on an island in the middle of an island, colloquially known as the abyss. And, the ca- the abyss is explored by these uh, people called cave raiders. Yep. And Rico is an aspiring cave raider, her and her friends. And while she is exploring the edge of the abyss, the top layer, mm-hmm. um, looking for relics, which are then sold, traded for currency throughout Orth, it, uh, she gets kind of, you know, pinned down and attacked by a monster and is saved by a robot boy. Robot boy. Nobody's ever really seen a robot boy before. No. Um, and she ends up recruiting the robot boy to descend into the abyss with her depths heretofore unknown because she believes her mother who has long been missing a legendary cave raider has sent her a message and is waiting for her at the bottom of the abyss. Yep. So usually I always say what I think before I throw to Caitlin. Not going to do that. Oh, Kate. Yeah. What'd you think of this show? Uh, I love this show. I am totally charmed by this fucking show. Isn't it freaking adorable? I'm just, I am enchanted by this goddamn show. The characters are like super well-rounded. They're all really interesting and they have depths to them and they think for themselves and they're not stupid. And am I the only one catching mad Miyazaki vibes off of this? Um, yeah, no, I, Female protagonists, kids, kind of Euro, European feeling Town. The town. I was about to say, like this beautiful town. The way it's been done, um, it, it it looks so beautiful. It's just such a fully formed world, right? Like you just step in. There's this manga artist. Just much this manga just must have had everything worked out before he. Uh, forgive me. I don't even know if it's a he or she. But uh, before they started this, like it's just so. Yeah. Everything's fully formed, and you like something pops up. That you hadn't heard about before. Yeah. Like another district in the town. Yeah. And you're like, they explain it as they're walking through. And it's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Of course that would happen. Yeah. They blithely mention like foreign nations, other places. It's not yeah. like Orth is the only town in the world. Like, um, And they just, I don't know, you're just, they build it up really well. It's so well paced. Mm. It's like, again, I'm really pleased with the characters. I always want there to be more female characters it's a lot of like boys and one girl but even that is not that bad they just have everything's like you said it's really well laid out it's like very well explained there's obviously this bigger thought of world so many like mysteries oh yeah entrenched in there um the again the art um both 
you can see there's this very divided line between like I'm going to say the real world in quotations mm. and then the relics that they get like you see the relics and they're there's just they're magical looking the creatures from the abyss have this magical quality to them um um did did you go ahead at all or? i didn't i just got to episode three i did i squeezed in another two on my oh, bus ride home oh. today because amazon, gonna... amazon will let you download to your ipad so. yeah I, i'm gonna i'm gonna um watch it on the way on back, back on the train because I loved it so much. There is a creature they encounter in four or five. I don't mm-hmm. remember, and it's like just the most unique looking. It's like a flying cat type of thing. It's Ooh. just like it looks like a like a poke acid trip Pokemon. It's like the <laughs> it's one of the coolest like creature designs I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah, I just I can't get over. I the art style I was not crazy about. It, the characters are kind of doodly looking, oh. I guess, for lack of a better word um almost like a kind of tezuka-esque i guess is the best way i can think of to describe like the shape of like their heads and their bodies and type of thing um like their heads are just big circles you know like that type of thing they don't have chins really like i thought that was kind of sweet i'm not i'm not i'm usually not crazy about it but just the voice acting and the characters that so Rico and her friends are all orphans yes um orphans of cave raiders i believe Um, is the yes or if for some reason they've they're associated with that. And also, while they are orphans, they are getting trained to be cave raiders, so they can cave raid for relics that are then brought to sold by the orphanage for, to make money to keep the orphanage open. Yeah. So it's actually like even that is really well thought out. Yeah. Like that's just like a complete <laughs> circle, right? And then they can this, go on. This has all been a. Th- this has been a thing yeah. for a while. But, this has existed before we got there. But they also do like training at other jobs mm. so they aren't just like forced to do this cave raiding and they're very careful with like their health by and large and i mean there is some sickness from going yes. further down into the depths but they make sure that like they're only they're like what are they red whistles so they only go to a certain level and that was the point i was going to make is like there's this ranking system yes where it's like you get a whistle and based on color or logo or something like that determines your role and how far down in the abyss you're cleared to go. And the fact that the little toddler, the youngest one has a bell. bell. (laughs) I was like, that's so adorable. And whatever, like six year old, they got to voice that kid was just like, every every time he opened his mouth, I was like, and that's, Oh, Hey, I've learned some Japanese. (laughs) I'm picking up up something. I'm like how to say sorry and thank you. And cute. You'll be functionally illiterate like me. in No time. (laughs) Um, yeah, and so she gets saved by the robot boy, who she names Reg. Yeah. Reg? I guess they uh, pronounce it Reg, Reg in the show. Yeah. Uh, which is a, which is a dog she had. Yeah, who you find out a little bit later R- was found out. Rico is never crosses into obnoxiousness as a character. No. Like, she's very... What's the word I'm looking for? Strong-willed, I guess. Like Strong-willed. She's determined. And enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. Clearly loves her friends. Yeah. Um, but... And made me outright guffaw because it was not a joke I was expecting at all. Was it the was it the penis? No, it was, oh. the, it was the one before that. Oh, she's the... rattling off all the stats she's learned about Reg. So yeah. the, when they bring so Reg is unconscious. When they bring him back, they sneak him back into the orphanage. Yep. and they pass him off as like another orphan. And I think after they wake him up, Rico is running through. You know, Rico's very curious. You know, science minded. She wants yep. to know. She wants to learn. She's a deep diver. She wants to know everything she can. About whatever interests her, whether that's the abyss or the creatures in it, yep. or when the robot boy turns up in your lap. She's very thorough, and then she's rattling off, like, you know, he's got these arms that can extend. He's got a real bionic commando vibe. He's got a lot of, like, extending his arm and grabbing and swinging. Yeah. Um, and he's got skin, but he doesn't appear to breathe. He, you know, sustains himself on food and electricity. And just this random comment about her putting a stick up his butt, like... It was a belly button. No, he. she said something about putting a stick up his butthole. I thought it was his belly button. She, it was right after that. She mentioned the belly oh. button. She's like, he has a belly button, but it doesn't really seem to serve a purpose. And I stuck yeah. a stick up his butt, and that didn't really seem to lead any... It didn't really seem to have an effect. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Oh, my God. I busted out fucking laughing so hard. And then she followed up with the, like... Yeah. With the, like, and, he, and his penis is, and his penis looks like a normal penis, too. And Reg is just horrified by all of yeah. this. Yeah, and the best thing, though, was right after the other friend is like, I'm so sorry we couldn't stop her. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it was, they're just, and it's sweet and they're very, 
they talk like they talk things out mm. like um, in, in a mature way like it's none of that thing where there's this anime grudge because someone was slightly mean to someone and then it turns into the like I will well, destroy your family Nat one of her friends like says something horrible yeah. in the third episode um, and so basically what happens is um, again similar to something like Orphan Black just these, these and uh, again effectiveness of having such a well built world just these details that creep out yeah as you go Rico was born in the abyss yeah her mom gave birth to her while she was cave raiding yeah and basically like everyone on her team died trying to get her back to the surface yeah um and that's why she has to wear glasses because like kate said there's this illness apparently that only really affects you as you move up the abyss well they say that um like if uh, the further you go down, you become less human. The harder it is to come back up, type of thing. Yeah, but you become less human, and then when you get to the bottom, like madness sets in, mm. um, which is the horrible thing. Her friend Nat says to her, "It's like she ends up getting this. Somebody comes back up with these, like a sealed envelope from Rico's mom. Yeah, and it's got a bunch of uh, you know, sketches and details of creatures she's seen and things like that, and." something that says what is it at the the end of the netherworld i'll be waiting or yeah. something like that which rico takes as a message that she's waiting for her which really sets her off that she wants to go find her mom and that's why she sneaks off to go down into the abyss and her friend and rico's friend nat doesn't want her to go and he like yeah blurts out that like how have you not thought about this your mom's probably been dead for years like yeah and that's she, that's why they came back with her whistle yeah why do you think they came back with it with her whistle she was a white whistle which is the highest whistle you can possibly be yeah um She's like the basically the greatest cra- cave raider that's ever existed. Yeah, she's like she's she's the one, and like Kate said, like that's a horrible thing. You think it would like leave this pall, or like they wouldn't speak to each other before she left, and it would just be like this regret that they the characters had or whatever. It's like no, they can, they squash it before they go. And the, and nicely, and I love this about uh, Reg is that he's the one who's like you should really forgive him, and he's like got this really like this heart to him mm. and the reason he goes down is not really because she persuades him is but he wants to kind of know where he came from he has this curiosity about that and decides to go with her and he can seem to be able to sustain because there's a sketch in rico's mom's notes that clearly look like him, him. he's got this weird kind of like horned helmet type of thing and a cloak yeah and there's a sketch in her notes that look exactly like Rick's, and he doesn't really have a memory of who he is or where he came from, so he wants to learn more about that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could not... I'm so all in on this show. Yeah. Like, August Watcherama is killing it this year. Like, killing I'm, it. For a thing I knew nothing about, I'm just so in on this. And, like, the end of the third episode must have fucking killed you. Oh, end of the fir- third episode. They just... They, they just get down there like so, yeah, they just see the, them go into the bed the plan is to like you know use reg's arms to progressively lower themselves yeah down into the abyss so like the last thing you see is her friends they descend but reg is still holding on yeah to the this railing and her, their friends are looking down trying to see them but it's like pitch black and then there's just a pause and suddenly reg's arm lets go and you just see it like retract yeah into the darkness and that's how the episode ends that's it and that they're going oh also they're going to send balloons um, they, they basically send, <laughs> they like, hot send air. Mail, yeah, mail balloons, apparently. Uh, yeah. So she's like, I'm going to send you guys lots of balloons. And, yeah. And they're just, they're so worried about her just because they should be worried. And I don't know. It just, the whole thing has been amazing. If you got kids. Yeah. I mean, if this ever gets a dub, which I assume it will at some point. Like, if this ever gets a dub, if you have kids, watch it with your kids. Like, yeah. At is least the first three episodes, or five episodes? is like, like, uh, I got to five, yeah. Uh, Still good for kids? I did not watch the six. Uh, thus far, well... Mm. There might be some scary things. There's some dead body stuff yeah. later on. Oh, well, there, there are skeletons earlier on as well. Again, another one of those weird mysteries. That, the like, praying skeletons. They find these skeletons throughout the abyss that are in like a praying position. And I mean, like you see, you come to find, you know, you figure out pretty quick that like the like next episode thing yeah. is just like this giant sketch of the abyss. With like a little doodle of Rico and Reg's head. Where they are. And it's slowly moving down the yeah. abyss. There's some rabbit girl that's going to show up at some point. I don't know. She's in the opening credits. She yeah. seems like she's going to be a big part. Five episodes in. I still haven't seen her. Yeah. Um, And so Reg has like an Iron Man cannon mm-hmm. in his hand. He busted that out again. That's the only <gasps> thing I'll tell you. Woo! Like it's, it's just. I, I, For not knowing anything about this show and seeing 
you know, some of the stills from it and being like, oh, this is a fucking kitty show. Like, why is this so like, yeah, it's like dumb show, dumb show for stupid babies. Well, I'm a stupid baby because I fucking love this show. Also a stupid baby. I am also a stupid baby. And just, you know, I'm not even saying it's better than Orphan Black just for my own, you know, disposition. A half hour B Japanese. Like, I'm going to give it a nine. It's a nine right for me now. as well. It's. I'm so, I want to know so badly what happens. I can't believe I've never heard of this manga before. Like, this just dropped out of nowhere to me. And again, like we said about Orphan Black, where it's like, oh my God, this is great. This thing is great. And there's like five more seasons we get to watch. Oh my God, this is great. And I had no idea it existed. Yeah. So So. I'm very excited to keep on watching. I really am. Like, I really want to know how the story progresses. I want to know more about the abyss. I want to know about these praying skeletons. I want to know about the mother. I want to know about this, like, loss of humanity. Like, the the upside down forest. What the fuck is Reg? Yeah. There's just so many Yeah, they just got to the upside down forest. What? There's there's a camp there. (gasps) And the camp is, like, the leader of the camp. Should you be telling me this? I think this is enough. Okay. The leader of the camp? Yeah. It's the other cave raider that brought Rico up to the surface. <gasps> she was told not to trust her or, oh, to be, or to be wary of her. Oh, shit. So I don't know. I don't know what's I don't happening. Know what's going on? So, yeah, Made in Abyss. It is on Amazon. If you can watch it legally, watch it legally. We're not going to say anything else. If you can watch it legally, watch it legally. If you have a Prime membership, if you're thinking about a Prime membership, it's totally a lot worth off, it. You buy a lot off Amazon. Also, get that free two-day shipping. Also, you can share it with friends. You can. Maybe you know somebody who has a Prime Video account. Maybe they'll share your their password and username with you. Maybe they will. If you can watch it legally, watch it legally. So good. So good. Well. Well. Unfortunately, friends, August Watch Rama kind of leaves us with less to talk about. Yeah. So we're only watching one thing. So your episodes are shorter. But you know what? You're out living your lives. You're out in these streets. You're out waiting 45 minutes for charcoal ice cream or whatever the hell you're doing <laughs> out in Toronto. Um, and plus, you'll probably get some kind of bonus from, from Jordan in the middle of the week. You will probably get a little something extra. Yeah, maybe by the end of the week. For everybody, not just for patrons, which is not something we talked about at the top, but maybe should have. If you love this show if you love the things we have brought you maybe you never watched orphan black either but you watched it because we were watching it maybe yeah. you're like made in abyss sounds amazing maybe i'll check that out and we are changing your life and you're like you know what i wish i could give the geek down some sort of financial fist bump yeah that's a nice way of putting it there's a way you can do that patreon.com slash geek pod it's where we do show notes we do geek down playlists oh the playlist bonus episodes all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff Still trying to come up with more ways to include more stuff. But listen, even a dollar. Just a dollar. Makes a huge difference. It was pointed out to me that for a long time now, our uh, current donations have been at $69 a month. Yeah. And if I find out y'all are doing this intentionally because you think it's funny. They wouldn't do that. Number one, that's kind of funny and I respect the effort involved. (sighs) But also, stop it. (laughs) Um, Even a dollar is appreciated. Although, all patronages all pledges are appreciated yes they do mean the world to us and we won't be coming for that mixer and then maybe we'll have interviews um one thing that may end up a patron bonus or maybe we just might do it for fun something we try kind of quick today yeah before we started because super quick it's a feature i had never used before and i thought what the hell uh kate and i hopped on the old instagram live yeah we did today for a hot minute as we set up before the show started i mean we're not going to film recording the show no that defeats the purpose no still set up answering caitlin's questions about how instagram (laughs) live works and how people can comment and things like that and uh people seem to enjoy it so maybe uh we'll give you a little heads up whenever we're recording next and i'll throw it on the twitter to let you know that it's happening and you can go to our brand spanking new instagram account yep which i just made because caitlin was like why don't we have an instagram account i'm like i don't know i didn't think we'd ever use it but apparently she's very enamored by this instagram live idea so (laughs) you can go to at GeekDownPod, surprise, on Instagram, add us there. Maybe once in a while uh, you'll get some live videos, you'll get some you'll get some photos. Yeah. We'll give you a heads up, though. We will give you a heads up. We'll give you a bat time and bat place. Because, as we have long said, the shit that happens off mic... It's kind of hilarious. 90% the best part of the show. I really wish we had managed to film that impromptu dance party or to our own theme song that we had last week. It was... Kind of the best because we both busted out fucking laughing like idiots when it was done. (laughs) Anyway, so that more more socials to talk about. Twitter at Geek Down Pot. It's Geek Down Pot for everything. 
Twitter, yeah. at GeekdownPod. Instagram, at GeekdownPod. Email, geekdownpod at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Or our Facebook group. Which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. Imagine that. Well, that is just about going to wrap it up for another fantastic episode of the August Watcharama. Next week, it's a big one. It is. It's a big one. It's the Defenders. A lot of shit's been riding on this one. It's Defenders. Defenders coming to defend. Luke Cage is going to punch you in the face. Iron Fist is going to suck. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Iron Fist will not be watched beforehand. So. I, t- I, took a, I took a survey of, of colleagues at major Canadian retailer, yeah. both like to myself and amongst themselves. Yeah, ain't nobody watching Iron Fist before no. this starts. No. So um, he better bring it. Th- <laughs> Somebody, if somebody's got a YouTube uh, clip of like you know Iron Fist in three minutes, please let us know. Hit hit us up with that. Um, yeah, it's really not going to be necessary. But anyway, it's the Defenders. It's dropping this Friday on Netflix, August eighteenth. We will be talking about it on August twenty second. So get at that if you don't want to have to duck out to the second half of the show. August Watcharama rolls on. Thank you so much for listening this week and next week and all the weeks as you always do, friends. It really does mean the world to us. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Kate McKinnon. Theme song is by Rob Gasser and we will continue rolling along with August Watcharama next week on the Geek Down Pod. See you then. <laughs> Fuck my life, Parkdale. <laughs> uh, good times.